0: You're listening to the Cleveland Browniacs, a show where two moderately intelligent guys attempt to make sense of the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browniacs podcast is a part of the Fanatical Elves podcast network, a part of the Fans First Sports Network.
1: Here are your hosts, Elliot Kennell and Joel Cade. Hey, Joel, uh, we got to do something about the intro to our show. Um, okay. You know, we're trying to make sense out of the Cleveland Browns, and that's actually not that tough to do. I think that we need to make sense out of our traditional rival, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers is, like, totally crazy. Um, I think you hear what's a- happening out of Pittsburgh? We're counting on the Pittsburgh Steelers to knock off the Cincinnati Bengals and help us out. What a joke. Did you hear what came out of Pittsburgh? Did you hear that? Is,
0: is this the George Pickens thing?
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. And I, I'm always mad at Pittsburgh anyway, but I am really, really mad at Pittsburgh for being so totally un-Pittsburgh-like. I'm I'm about to toss my cookies. Are I'm they throw up on the air. This is really bad.
0: Are they being un-Pittsburgh-like?
1: Oh, yes, they are.
0: I, I think this is the logical conclusion of who they are. Like, this is who they are. Yeah, this is run like, to the logical conclusion.
1: This is like, like George Pickens for old people listening to this. This is like turning into Tiny Tim, like tiptoe through the tulips. This is unbelievable that the Pittsburgh Steelers would be this wimpy. Pittsburgh Steelers are not wimps. You can call them whatever you want, over aggressive. You can call them dirty players. But never before have I ever called anybody on the pittsburgh steelers a wimp until today george pickens you i don't know if he's a wimp as much as he is just lazy and not committed well i think that's kind of the same thing okay 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 when i I, I hear can you turn your volume up a little sure give me a second here when i hear wimp i hear
0: um give me a second volume does that help
1: yeah, perfect. Okay. okay, there we go. So
0: when I hear "wimp," I hear someone who's incapable of doing something, right? Like, like a a scrawny, weakling little kind of person. I think he's just unwilling. I don't think that's being wimpy. I just think that's just being a jerk. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Fine. but right. but to, but to me, he has what he did, what he said. Okay, so I don't but, have yeah. the exact quote. Let's. Oh, I, mean, I do have the exact quote. I think. Um. So George Pickens, there's a video of George Pickens out on on X and all over the place. where he And this is like two, three weeks in a row where he's just not blocking, right? He's supposed to go out and block a defender, and he's just decided, I'm not blocking. And a la primetime Deion Sanders, he's out there making a business decision. Now, in case you don't know who Deion Sanders is, that's primetime. In primetime, Deion Sanders, coach of the uh, Colorado Buffaloes, always got criticized for his lack of tackling. And he said that he wasn't going to go out and get injured tackling a ball carrier and that he was going to make a business decision. Now in that spirit, here comes George Pickens. Somebody asked George Pickens about why he doesn't block. He says, quote, I don't want to get injured. Unquote. When you stay in and block somebody, you can get run into get run on very easily. I was just trying to prevent the tank Dell situation The same thing that happened to him. I ain't want an injury unquote is what he said.
1: Right. Okay. And let's credit the source of that. That's ESPN's Brooke prior obtained that quote. Thank you, Brooke. And thank you, Brooke. This is unbelievable. And, and specifically what triggered this was they asked him why he didn't block when the Steelers were trying to score a touchdown from the one and he didn't produce a block. Uh, It's unbelievable. That's not football. I don't know what it is, but it's I'm telling you, that's Deion Sanders, baby. That's making a business. Hey, don't blame Deion Sanders. This is George Pickens (laughs) of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's not get sidetracked (laughs) into Deion Sanders. I thought Deion Sanders was the same way, man. Hello, George Pickens of the Pittsburgh Steelers is the guy that did not (laughs) want to block to score a touchdown I'm just flabbergasted that this well, he's a hard... me
0: player. He's a me player. He's 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 I'm looking out for me. I'm not going to get injured. I'm going to go out there and make my money. I'm not going to get rolled up by somebody and let somebody else get hit. I don't care Win lose. I don't care. I'm just not going to get hurt.
1: Well, uh, that's certainly the case. And, you know, that's um, that's probably why the Pittsburgh Steelers aren't winning. That' why, you know, we want to blame. You still want to blame the quarterback Steelers fans. You guys have been whining about your quarterback all year long you know, that it's all Kenny Pickett's fault or it's all Mitchell Trubisky's fault. It's the quarterback. You know, we've got this Super Bowl offense and it's the quarterback's fault. Well, maybe it might have something to do with the wide receiver not quite performing all of his duties the way that he should. Man, I, I just, okay, enough of that. We- oh, no, no,
0: no, I want I want to continue on this. Yeah. I think this is the logical outcome of who the Steelers are. Look at the history of their receivers. Antonio Brown, although they got him to play, but he still had this same crazy attitude. Juju Smith-Schuster still had this. I'm Pittsburgh. We's Pittsburgh. We gonna beat whoever. And they got what's his name? They traded to Chicago out of Notre Dame, who at Notre Dame was like fine, and then he gets to Pittsburgh and he turns into some crazy guy. Like we just all that and blah blah blah. You know, and this is just the logical outcome. Like I'm so great and I'm so awesome that I don't have to block.
1: Well, they have had their share of eccentric players on Pittsburgh, and up to a certain point, they've been successful at dealing with them. By the way, you still need to increase your volume a little bit, chief. But um, okay, they uh, uh, you know that has worked for a certain length of time, and then suddenly it just stopped working. Um, it's hard to explain. Um, you know, or actually, you know, it might be my volume is not right. But okay, sorry for our technical difficulties. But anyway, yeah, so they have always favored eccentric players in Pittsburgh. And sometimes they've been like eccentric, crazy, uh, overly wild. Um, And, you know, that's okay. But, you know, eccentric passive is something that I don't know that we've seen I
0: just think this is a logical outcome of who they are. I okay. mean, you got you got Mika, Mika Fitzpatrick out there saying there are players on that team that think they can just roll the ball out there and win. Mm. That is your wide receiver core, and that has been your wide receiver core for a long time. That's where you get the Browns is the Browns, and they this and they that and we this and we that. That's where that crap comes from, is people mm-hmm. thinking we're we're Pittsburgh, we're hot crap. You know, we're we're this and we're that. And Mika Fitzpatrick's calling them out. Like you got people in this team think they can just do whatever they want. They're just roll out there and win a football game. And you're not.
1: Yeah. I think Mika's right. Mika's right. Well, okay. They still play defense, but uh, they don't play offense. You you forgot to mention that they
0: blame their offensive coordinator first. First, it was Matt Canada's fault. So they fired him and you got a bunch of rude comments from the wide receivers when he was fired. Then it's, Kenny Pickett or not can yeah Kenny Pickett pick it Kenny pick it I can't keep them all straight anymore It's Kenny Pickett Pick Dennis a peck Mitch,
1: of,
0: yeah. yeah pick a peck of pickins and and then it's Mitch Trubisky and now it's going to be Mason Rudolph I mean come on at some point you just have to point the finger at yourself and say maybe I'm the problem and I need to fix myself Just the thought people maybe if you did do what you're supposed to do we wouldn't have these other problems
1: well, yeah, anyway, does, that's it. Pittsburgh.
0: I don't care. But yeah. so on the other side of this, I want to contrast this with what the Browns are doing, right? The Browns are out there saying, I'm going to fight to the last, I'm going to work at this and fight in this until every last second. And I'm not going to quit. I'm not here for me. I'm here for my team. I'm fighting for my brothers. And that's why they're successful. This could easily be a tale of two teams right here. Mm, yeah, definitely.
1: By the way, there is a tie in directly. Uh, to the Browns game, the wide receiver that um, that uh, Pickens mentioned was a rookie named Tank Dell. That's the guy that he didn't want to be like. Now, Tank Dell is a rookie wide receiver who had 709 yards in 11 games and started eight of them. And so he really was, I think, we could call him a rookie sensation. And he will not be active against the Browns. That means that they will have Nico Collins, who is a true stud wide receiver, already got 1,000 yards. And they will have Noah Brown on the other side. And he has 521 yards. That's not half bad. And then in the slot, it looks like they're going to go with uh, Robert Woods, who has all of 354 yards. So there's quite a drop off.
0: Hasn't Robert Cal- Woods been around the league for a while, though?
1: Um, let's see how long has Robert Woods been in the league? You asked the question, we have the technology. <sighs> we will find the answer. We will find the answer. Robert Woods has been in the league for yes, about one million years. He's 31 years old and he started his career with Buffalo. The uh Okay, this is who I thought it was the Rams.
0: Then he play for um,
1: and Tennessee didn't play Tennessee for in New England. No. Okay. But uh, yeah, he's been, uh, he's 31 years old and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven 10, 11 seasons. So yeah, he's been around for a while. So he's a veteran.
0: He's not going to be, I mean, he's, he's not going to screw up, probably slowed down, which is yeah. why he's not playing. Yeah. And- but he's smart, so he may get you a catch or two just by outplaying Greg Newsome or something. So, Well,
1: yeah, his catch, the numbers that I like, my analytics are I look at the catch percentage, and it's down. He was in the mid-60s for most of his career. Then it went down to 58% with Tennessee. And with Houston, he's at 52%, which is a pretty low number. Now, his yards per target in his heyday was in the range of eight, nine yards per target. I don't like you know the yards uh, per reception because I want to factor in how often you're actually catching the ball. But the past two seasons, he's been 5.8 and now 5.4. Those are low numbers for a receiver.
0: Yeah, so he's he's not getting open down. He's not really. That is. Yeah.
1: He's sort of... mm, Yeah,
0: Elliot, we got to take our break, man. We'll come back, and on the other side of the break, we'll talk about something interesting, I'm sure. Hang on. I'm hanging. All right, we're back. Elliot, what else we got going on today? Hey, can we talk about a different topic? I know we haven't discussed this topic, but I thought it would be interesting. What do you think about the pandemic if you will in the nfl of holding not being called
1: well you know i have a general feeling about uh penalties in the nfl i think that the purpose of penalties should be to prevent injuries okay and so a lot of these calls i I think that they ought to be re-examined, and I really think that they ought to let the players play for the most part unless the the play results in the player being injured. And so I, I'm I really thinking that they ought to let the offensive linemen do stuff as long as they're not doing things that are resulting in defensive linemen getting injured. You know, uh, you know
0: offensive linemen at this point are allowed to grab and hold on to defensive linemen.
1: Yeah, but as long as they don't try to rip their heads off and stuff like that. Well, the the rule states
0: here, it it has to do with hand fighting. And that Mm -hmm. rule changed maybe a decade ago when it became apparent that defensive linemen are pretty much more athletic than offensive linemen. So what they've allowed offensive linemen to do is to grab jerseys inside the frame. By the frame, I mean from shoulder to shoulder where your chest area is, Mm -hmm. right on the numbers, you can grab inside there. But once that defender is able to get around or outside, you lose that inside leverage on that grab. You have to let it go, because at that point, the defender has beaten you. okay? and you have to let the defender have that victory. So the holding calls that are not being called are when an offensive lineman either fails to grab the defensive lineman or the defensive lineman has beaten them with their athleticism or moves or whatever, then the offensive lineman just grabs them to prevent their quarterback from getting hit. And yeah. That's what they're not calling.
1: The well, see that. Are, that my that, point there would be, is that putting the defensive player at a risk of injury by doing that? And if, if you feel that the answer is yes, then I guess I'm in favor of calling it. But if the answer is no, then I think what the hell let them play. Um, have you, you know, seen I'll that perform- video?
0: Have you seen that video of like 46 seconds of holding against Miles Garrett that wasn't called? Oh,
1: Miles Garrett gets held every play. And not only yeah. that, he gets held by two players on every play.
0: Right, right, right. But my point on this is there are there are videos of him getting his head twisted around by people grabbing his face mask. There are people of him being choked out. There are videos yeah. of him being hands in his face under his face mask trying to hold him back. At some point, when does the NFL decide that they need to take care of their edge rushers?
1: Yeah, now that I, I really think is wrong, that they've let people put their hands inside his mask. That should not be allowed. On his mask, um, in his mask,
0: grab his yeah, mask. Well, then I guess
1: it. I think that they ought to let him uh, have a face shield. In fact, I don't know, maybe they are allowed to have a face shield. Uh, but yeah, no, I think that, that is dangerous. Uh, so that's, that, that's what I guess my
0: point is. I went on for like 15 minutes of my what the elf was at about this, but I never brought up this point. And this is the point I guess I want to supplement my earlier podcast today with this point. I understand the NFL is trying to protect their quarterbacks, it's trying to protect their money makers, trying to protect the money by letting people just grab someone like Miles Garrett or TJ Watt or whatever. I mean, TJ Watt, okay, whatever, right? So you're grabbing these people and preventing them from hitting the quarterback, all right? You've already got rules on how they can hit the quarterback, where they can hit the quarterback, what they can do when they hit the quarterback. This is just, in my opinion, the NFL trying to protect its bottom line by keeping quarterbacks in the game. And as many times as we've seen quarterbacks go down this season okay i understand why the nfl is just turning a blind eye to this situation but at some point teams like the ravens who've been doing this for years are going to figure out you can just hold and nobody's going to do anything about it in fact um former steelers coach bald guy on the uh, sports shows can't think of his name no used to coach in cleveland but then coached in pittsburgh bill cower bill cower that's it bill cower even has a quote where he was talking about how Miles Garrett is the most destructive force in the NFL. He's never seen anything like it. And teams are just blatantly grabbing him, and yeah. the NFL just doesn't care. He they don't care. And so once teams have figured out that the NFL does not care, that is all they're doing. They're yeah, the lining game- up, grabbing him, and just that's the end of it.
1: Yeah, no, I think I think that's true. I think the that's- game would be unplayable if you called holding on every play, but by rule, that's what they should be doing.
0: All right, so so Miles Garrett Garrett has basically broken the NFL is what's happened here. If Miles Garrett is that good, that that's the only recourse you have, then the NFL needs to understand that Miles Garrett has broken the NFL.
1: Yes, I think that's exactly the case. I'll tell you, though, another rule that I really think is dumb is that when the uh, quarterback underthrows a receiver – and the defensive back realizes it and turns around and says, "Uh uh-oh, there's the ball, and it's underthrown, and he runs into the wide receiver, they call the penalty on the defensive back by rule. Yeah,
0: that's a dumb penalty.
1: That is dumb.
0: You should not
1: benefit because you underthrew the pass. I think you absolutely have a right to pursue the ball if you're the defensive back, the quarterback underthrows it, uh, and you run right through the wide receiver. Why not? I think that's the most stupid rule ever. I think you I think the compliment that one. Appearance on that play, the other side of that is
0: when the defensive back is over top the wide receiver. So you have a receiver running 30 yards down the field on, say, a nine route or a streak, just running straight, and the defensive back got over in front of them because they're faster than them and had better position, and then the ball gets thrown over the DB's head. And then the flag comes out because the DV DB, because he got position like he was supposed to prevents the wide receiver from getting to the ball, which is what defense is. Then they call that a penalty that, that to me is 100% garbage.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think I would I'd like to see them, uh, you know, did he hurt the wide receiver and obtaining that advantage? If the answer is yes, call the penalty. If it's not, uh, Harming the guy's health and well-being, then no. I mean, you know, if it's something so, that's Elliot, been I'm afraid in of knee injury, call the penalty. If it's not I, resulting in an injury, don't call it.
0: See, I, I'm gonna disagree with that because I think at that point you're just encouraging people's physicality to go up and up and up and up and up, and you will have more injuries as a result of that mentality. I think what you're better off what? doing is if you have a a, a call, this is holding call that as holding if you have this as pass interference call that as pass interference that way you prevent this escalation of 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 physical or violence against the receiver and then you can say well i'm just beating him up but he's not getting hurt So, no no no,
1: that's uh, what i'm saying is if there's a if there is a uh pattern that is likely to result in an injury you call that but if there isn't anything that's resulting in an injury, they shouldn't call it. That's what I'm saying. Injury meaning like
0: like somebody who hurts their leg or knee or something? Or injury as in like, that you should I take, can't catch the ball, the ball now because she's be in my way.
1: On, The reason why you have penalties is to protect the players, not because of some kind of stupid artistic sentiment. Um, that's what I'm saying.
0: Okay, I think there has because to be protect a sense the players. Of, That's why you have I think, I think there has to be a sense of fair play involved. And I think this is where you have problems with penalties. You know, the law, let's talk about legal theory for a second. The law exists to make good people to keep good people good, right? So if you're a good person, you're gonna follow the law. The law then tells you what it is it's required of you to be a good person. If you're like a jackwad and you're gonna do whatever you want, you don't care yeah, what the law well, says, good. good you're means just gonna, you're gonna do not whatever you want. your opponent.
1: You know, you're doing your well, best I I just I think play penalties
0: play. Are, are I think penalties do something completely different than what you're talking about. I think penalties ensure fair play in the game. There are some things like grabbing a receiver and preventing them from running a route that takes away from the ability to play a fair game.
1: No, I think you should be able to grab him as long as it's not resulting in uh an injury risk. Grab we're gonna be, we're
0: gonna be, you're gonna have us back in the nineteen seventies where like, yeah, you know. Somebody grabs a wide receiver and holds him up, while the other person runs and hits him in the helmet.
1: As long as no, you get a concussion, no. it's okay. No, hitting him in the helmet is obviously an injury risk, and you can't do that. That's obviously an injury. You can't hit somebody in the helmet. You're Gonna hit him in obviously, the head. Gonna you like throw him out of the game if he hits him in the helmet. I didn't say. Who would say that hitting somebody in the helmet is not an injury? Risk? No,
0: I'm just saying you're going to put us
1: back into that situation. No, where somebody's going to run hitting up and somebody hit somebody. In the helmet is okay, an take the helmet part out. That. Take the
0: helmet part out, but he's still going to be able to grab a guy, hold him up, and let somebody come in, maybe leave with a shoulder right into his ribs. Because no, that's, that's the only an injury risk. If it. you
1: let somebody hold him, and they're trying to dislodge the, rib, the ball, I got an argument with some. Risk.
0: I got an argument with some I Got an argument with some quarterback guru about. You know, they just need to be safer. That's that's just crap, right? No, there, there's a standard of play set up so that a game can operate and function as a game and not just an all-out war. You can't run up and hit people. Like, let's go, let's go back to this Kaze thing. I don't know what the heck his name is in Pittsburgh. The guy that got suspended for the rest of the season. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he put that vicious hit on that baltimore or not baltimore yeah, but yeah, Indianapolis receiver. you
1: can't do stuff like that that's See, not to same. me to me
0: the colts are still the only true baltimore team but whatever so they put the head on that guy right and that's like his fifth violation or some sort for the season so they're just like screw it we're done with you and he comes out and says look oh what am i supposed to do i can't let him catch the ball you know though this kind of stupidity like you can't you can't just run up and start hitting people like that right <clears throat> if i lost my train of thought got all into that yeah, you're I'm arguing really my hard. point that's why it's no but I guess, I guess what i'm saying here is i don't even
1: know you the can't do stuff of. that threatens other people's well being oh no,
0: no 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 this goes back to pittsburgh's culture that's what this was coming back to my my point on does they have I, culture kaze, kaze whatever his name is i don't even know what his name is he comes out and says I'm expected to make plays. So how am I supposed to make a play? Am I supposed to just let him catch the ball? Am I supposed to just, like, let it go on? Like, the wide receiver runs a route, gets open, catches the ball, and he feels it's his job to run up and lay a vicious hit on this guy so he doesn't catch the ball. That runs the line that we're talking, Elliot. Like, Pittsburgh thinks... Because somebody, maybe Mike Tomlin, whose own players have come out and said that he's paid them to hurt people, maybe Mike Tomlin is, has an expectation that he runs up and puts a hit on him to get him to drop the ball.
1: That's dangerous. Yeah, it's dangerous, and you should outlaw practices like that. That's I literally have people telling
0: point. me people who quote coach quarterbacks unquote telling me that like that wide receiver should just be safer. How is he supposed to be safer? He's trying to make a play. He's trying to jump out, dive to catch the football. Did he ask somebody to run up and hit him in the head with their shoulder pad so that he would drop the ball?
1: Well, I think I'm with you on that. You know, that kind of uh you know, dirty hits should be penalized
0: but it's a players failure to recognize to be banned, right? Players who do that. Okay. Are saying, okay. I got beat fair and square, but I don't like that. So I'm going to do something illegal to make the thing switch back into my way.
1: This is Blow what the holding flag, is. And the player, that's pretty, this simple. is
0: what, but this is what the league is doing to miles Garrett. Miles Garrett is beating me. I don't like that. So I'm just going to grab him and not let him make a play that he rightfully has won. That destroys the the ability to compete on a fair level because all that's saying is that everybody gets a trophy because the people who are better than
1: us, everybody who's who's better
0: than us, we're going to hold them, grab them, hit them, punch them, kick them, whatever we got to do to level their greatness down to the average so that they're no longer great and, and do a great thing.
1: Yes. Now I I'm in no way advocating that. You understand that. That's I'm saying
0: the NFL is advocating that. Yeah.
1: No, that's true. That is true. I am agreeing with you on that point. And so that's pen- not my penalties.
0: Point. Penalties are there to ensure fairness of competition, right? If well, Miles Garrett is
1: better than me, it's if, it's that. But it's also why. unsafe for Miles Garrett to be attacked in that way. They should not allow people to mess with uh, Miles Garrett the way that they do, where they stick their hands in his helmet and stuff like that and try now, to strangle—that is, is. is, They should not be allowed to do that. But they when are. They complete, but, but they, they are. are.
0: And they're doing it because and they're is wrong. trying to make money. They're doing it because they're trying to protect their money of Let's just be honest. If you don't have quarterbacks who can throw the ball down the field, then nobody's going to watch football, and then we're not going to make money. So if we have to hold Miles Garrett and let him get a broken neck because somebody's grabbing his face mask and twisting him around by his head, then so be it.
1: The officials are basically conspiring against Miles Garrett. It's absolutely So I'm
0: I'm going to agree with that crap because how how does anybody how does an offensive line go an entire game period without a single holding call? That is insane. It Just un- from the fact that mm-hmm. like blocking Because they know
1: that it won't be called by the officials. It is a conspiracy. See, and
0: this is is the ravenization of football is what I call this. Because this is what the Ravens do. They come out, they grab, they hold, they punch, they kick, they fight. And as soon as somebody says something, they're throwing their hands up in the air like they're little tiny little babies about everything. Oh, my God, I didn't do anything. What are you talking about? I don't care. I mean, that's exactly what that Kaze guy did. He walked up and cracked that dude in the head and then jumped up and threw his arms in the air like I didn't do anything. Yeah, no, that's that's true.
1: That's literally that's
0: literally what the league has come to. And so they played their call. case
1: in front of the fans. I mean, I'm going to
0: rob a bank and catch me with hand money in my hand and be like I didn't do this. What are well, you talking about? How can you say that it's me? You know, like because we watched you do it. So so what would we think it was you. I just think if you're going to start calling this crap on the back end, you need to call it on the front end. you got to protect defensive linemen and offensive linemen as much as you got to protect receivers. But that's not what the game is. The game is about protecting the offense so the offense can throw the ball all over the yard so people will watch NFL and therefore sell tickets. So you're going to hold the defensive linemen and you're going to punish the defensive backs, and that's how this is going to work. Although I do think Kaze deserves to be thrown out of the game, much like Vontez Burfecht deserves to be thrown out of the game.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. They should be thrown out of the game. But oftentimes they're not because, as you say, the officials have taken it upon themselves to level the playing field against players that are too good.
0: Yeah, I just think not calling a a single holding penalty against any NFL team is, is ridiculous. It is absolutely dumb. I mean, offensive linemen who don't mean to hold because they can grab the inside, and then when a player twists away, don't let it go you know, soon enough, they'll get called for holding. If the ball is supposed to go to my right, I'm grabbing to try to protect the right. Then if they come to the left, you know, the offensive lineman is going to run off and I'm going to still have that jersey and that's going to be a holding call. Mm -hmm. And it's not kind of you're trying to maliciously hold somebody. It just happens in the course of a game. To not ever call a penalty is like the biggest piece of evidence that is if there is such a thing as officials with egos affecting the game, that was it on Sunday. That was it. They said, Miles Garrett's complained about holding calls. We're not calling a single one. Watch this. Hold my beer. That's
1: absolutely true. Yeah, it was not wise to complain about it, even though it is. I think he should come out this week and complain again. He should come out and say, who do I
0: need to bribe to get a holding call? That's what he should say. Just start putting Um, the pressure back on officials.
1: I would not recommend that course of action, sir.
0: That's that's why he makes millions of dollars, and I don't. And it would make bad
1: problem worse that that's just me that's That's, that's why
0: i that's why i'm doing this for a living and not playing pro football because i would be the one that would go out there and say who do i need to bribe to to get a holding call because i mean for that crap to go down the week before somebody had to bribe those officials to not make a holding call so who do i need to bribe just tell me who it is i'll pay him just tell me who it is that's what he needs to say Just put the hate on it. Keep putting it out there that these things are not getting called until somebody addresses it. And until it becomes a a situation on Twitter where fans are getting upset, the NFL will not address it. Period. So you have to be more outrageous, more in the news, more getting fined until it's something the NFL cannot ignore on a PR setting, and then they have to address it.
1: That's well, it's, it's the job it's of the Cleveland Brownie acts to call attention to the obvious. So other shows might not be uh, forthright enough, might not have the courage to state the obvious. But I think we are among those. We're not the only ones, but we're among those who are gutsy enough to tell it like it is, that the NFL is not calling holding calls. It's not just against Miles Garrett, but also, you know, TJ Watt said the same thing, and he's correct about that as well. Um, but yeah, no, it's absolutely true. Okay, right, hey,
0: We're up on time here, man. All right. So I, I do want to say that everyone have a great holidays. Go Browns. Watch your football. Have fun. And I'm going to end my portion of this where I've tossed this to Elliot. If you're going to a family thing and a family event, do the right thing, people. Just be nice, extend some courtesy, allow some grace. There's gonna be some jerk there. Don't let them ruin the whole holiday. Throw the flag, man. If they're
1: if they're just, wrong, throw the flag. Just, just
0: be the force of good in your family. Okay. Elliot, what you got for us, man?
1: Throw the flag. If, if your cousin is acting up or whatever, throw the flag on her, just like on TV.
0: Okay, let's just hope you have non paid off officials and they actually will throw flags. All right, everybody. We'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to the Cleveland Brownie Acts. Please like and follow us on Spotify and give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Go Browns!